get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We have a new show that comes on before us here on 101 ESPN. It's called Unsportsmanlike with Chris Canty, Evan Cohen, and Michelle Smallman, our friend. And Evan Cohen joins us now on the Celebrity Line here on 101 ESPN. Evan, good morning. How are you doing? Morning, Randy. Morning, Carrie. How are you guys? We're great, great. And, and it's great to have you with us. First of all, I got to spend a couple of years doing mornings with Michelle Smallman, and everybody in St. Louis loves her. I hope you understand that you're working with a St. Louis treasure every morning. <laughs> oh, trust me, I understand it. There's nobody better than her, and she rushed St. Louis big time. You know, she has a mug that she literally brings in to drink coffee that has the map, like a map of St. Louis kind of engraved in the mug. She reps the Cardinals all the time. She praises somebody that she and I both love, Yadier Molina, all the time. And I am so beyond lucky the way that you were, Randy, and Carrie and everybody at the station in St. Louis and working with her because there may not be a more versatile person relative to personality than Michelle Smallman. She can literally – she has come in so far – so far, she's come in with a black eye because she tripped and fell. Oh. She's come in post-book club she organized. She came in post-New York Fashion Week, which she was at, and post-NFL Sunday with all kinds of takes all over about all the NFL teams and has made sure that she's let everyone nationally know how you guys all feel in St. Louis that she hates the Rams. Yes. She can do it all. She can literally do it all, and I am beyond lucky to be with her every single day. Well, we are happy because we get to hear you all every morning, and, and I heard you all talking about Yadier Molina and who would be the worst person, to the, the best person to play for an opposing team, and Yadier was on that list. I enjoy listening to you all, and you all do have a great find in Michelle. We love her. Tell her ILL tomorrow because uh, that's where we went to school at. I am an Illini as well, and we are looking forward to hearing you all every single day. Well, I appreciate that. And I'll tell you, well, first of all, I went to Wisconsin, so we can't be necessarily uh, on that one. Uh, you were good, but, Kevin. It's been fun, all right? No? <laughs> all right, Gary, see you later. Goodbye. You can have Coach Taylor and all your quarterbacks back in the day. Uh, you had Simeon Rice, Dana Howard, yes. right? big linebackers back in the day there. I know that. We had some but good by teams. By the way, the Yadier conversation, can we talk about that for a second? Please so do. here's my thing about Yadier. And remember, I'm from New York. I went to the University of Wisconsin. I've lived in Wisconsin, New York, and Florida uh, over the course of my life. And I think that – so I was around the Cardinals a tiny bit with the Palm Beach Cardinals, actually, actually for spring training, and then obviously when the St. Louis Cardinals are there. But I'm going to tell you something. I think Yadier Molina is criminally underrated as an all-time great athlete. When you think of the Patriots dynasty, you think of Brady and Belichick. When you think of the Bulls, you think of Michael, obviously, Scotty, Rodman, Phil Jackson. The Cardinals, uh, leave this year out, but the Cardinals, for the better part of the last 20 years, let's say, since 06 or whatever you want to say, 04, whatever, whatever year you want to use, pull left, 
LaRusa left. Walt Jossidy was there, obviously did a great job and, and handed off to Mazelias. You've had multiple managers, and the one constant that nobody talks about, the one thread, is Yadier Molina. He is criminally underrated as one of the great he, – he's Tim Duncan. I mean, that's kind of what he is, and nobody wants to bring that up. I love Yachty, and I think he's criminally underrated. And I, I think the Cardinals even underrated his impact on their franchise this year, Evan. When you look at what the Cardinals have, and, and they brought in Wilson Contreras, and Kerry said it best, having Yachty was kind of like having a group project where one guy did all the work and everybody got an A for it. And I, I think that's what happened this year. I agree with Kerry that Yachty did everything for this franchise, and maybe the Cardinals didn't recognize how much he did for him. I think you may be onto something, and I think that's one of those things. It's like, okay, so how do you leave behind culture if you are the culture? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if I use the weird comparison to the Spurs, but it's not really that weird, right? I mean, if you think about the Cardinals organization, they have no interest in being loud. They have no interest in talking all the time. They have interest in winning baseball games and having a great culture. Greg Popovich talks about it all the time. When people give him credit for the culture of the organization, he's like, there's no, there's, what do you mean credit? It's Tim Duncan. There's a, there's a story about Greg Popovich and Steve Kerr, now head coach, of course, of the Warriors, where they go to dinner every year. They order a really expensive bottle of wine. They give each other a little cheers, Michelle Smallman style, with that expensive bottle of wine there in the fancy <laughs> restaurant, right? They give each other a cheers, and it's, they say to Tim Duncan, because they know they can afford that bottle of wine because of what Tim Duncan did for them. And I think that's kind of yachty, in my opinion, outside looking in for the Cardinals. It's hard to leave behind culture if you are the culture. Evan, let's shift gears a little bit and talk about the first week of the NFL season. Uh, You're from New York. You saw what happened on Monday night with Aaron Rodgers going down. Just tell me about that moment. Well, the moments leading up to that game and and coming into the New York franchise, Jet franchise, and the moments after he tore his Achilles. Carrie, you know what I think about with this? And you played in the league, right? I don't remember what number you – what number did you wear when you played? 38. 38. Okay. So the, the reason I ask you that question is I think most people look at you as 38. Mm-hmm. They don't look at you as Carrie. They don't look at you as a person. Yeah. I think most people looked at Rogers as 12 and now eight. And the reason I say that is I think that on Monday night, even for me, and I'm not a big Rogers guy, but on Monday night and into Tuesday and into the rest of the week, I've looked at him as a person. Yeah. I looked at him and I said, you know, I sit there and debate this guy all day, Rodgers versus Brady, which is no debate, it's Brady. But we always do that stuff. We always just treat them as football players or baseball players, basketball players, hockey players. And we don't go to the place where we should go more often, which they're people. This guy worked his butt off to get to New York, to be with the Jets, to make this year unbelievably successful. And in four plays, it's over. I equated this on our show, on before you guys, of course, on Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, that if Smalls, Canty, and I, we, we work so, I mean, you know Michelle way better than I do. Michelle has worked her butt off for 20 years to get to this place that she deserves to be at. Could you imagine if five shows in, all of a sudden, we have some sort of vocal cord issue and we can't do the show? It's not, and we, we literally canceled the show. We didn't say anything wrong. We didn't do anything wrong. We didn't get fired. We just can't do the show. The human emotion of that taken away from you has got to be just a killer 
And that's where, Kerry, my mind went, was thinking about the person, which i got to be honest, I don't normally do with Rodgers yeah. because he's turned me off a bunch over the course of time. Evan Cohen from Unsportsmanlike with us on 101 ESPN. You can hear Evan with Michelle Smallman and Chris Canty before our show here on 101 ESPN. 24 hours before the Rodgers injury, you had the Giants. And I've seen a lot of grief thrown the way of Daniel Jones. Not that Daniel Jones is great, but Evan, can you think of a quarterback in the league that would have succeeded under the circumstances that Daniel Jones played under on Sunday night? Yeah, only somebody that you think could actually just, like, run away from people, right? Whoever, like Michael Vick, you know, whoever you would see young, somebody that you would deem to be, like, an unbelievable running quarterback, I guess, is where you would go on this. I think Daniel Jones is taking a little bit too much heat, to be honest, at this point. I agree with you. He's not spectacular, but he's good enough. Now, I don't know that good enough at $40 million is exactly where you should go. The question is always then, okay, if not him, then who? And that's where it's a very tricky thing. I, I thought all along the Giants were not going to be very good this year. I was in the minority on that, but I look at it a little differently in this regard. I look at Belichick assistant coaches, and I'm a huge Belichick guy. Belichick assistant coaches, like as Brian Dayball, the head coach of the Giants, was in year one, always great, overachieved. In year two, always underachieved. Go look back. Nick Saban with the Dolphins. Eric Mangini with the Jets. Romeo Cornell back in the day with the Browns, even Joe Judge with the Giants, Josh McDaniels, who obviously spent a year with, in St. Louis with the Rams. Josh McDaniels, year one with the Broncos, then year two was gets fired before the season ends. So I think there's an element to this that I'm just not sure how good they're going to be this year. And I think that division is pretty tough, Randy. When you think about Dallas and what they did, obviously the Eagles are defending NFC champs. And Washington at least will be respectable. I think that's a very tough division. Evan, after watching the first week uh, of games, who was the most impressive and, and I guess the least impressive that you saw on Sunday and Monday? Well, least impressive, I, I think you would go um, with Chicago, as much as I hate to say this. Like, I'm not rooting against them. I just don't understand how that is what happened to you. You look awful, hmm. absolutely awful in that game against the Packers. And, I mean, Kerry, can you imagine if they lose on Sunday to Tampa and they're 0-2 with all this hype? And then most impressive, I think you got to go with San Francisco. Mike Tomlin is a a top two, three coach in the league, and San Francisco annihilated them on Sunday. Yeah, for me, San Francisco would be my pick. They looked amazing. I I go back to, like, the third or fourth play of the game where the offensive line for the uh, Steelers forgot to block Fred Warner. It makes a a difference. (laughs) It it makes a difference. If you don't block him, you you probably aren't going to win games. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Interesting angle. A guy who forgets the block, not good. Don't <laughs> forget to block him. <laughs> and I we like the Illini had those moments oh, against my we, Listen, we've had a few. We Now, we won some, but we, we've had a few. Ron Dane, I still Wait, got teammates. I, can, Go ahead. Can I ask you guys a question? I don't mean to interrupt, but no, anything no I should know about Michelle Smallman, any ammo that I could have on the show with her here, because oh. she is, as you said, Randy, a St. Louis legend, even though she's not old enough to be a legend, she's so great at what, she's, what she does. She's maybe the most likable person you're ever going to meet on and off the air. Anything I need to know about Smallman? I got one, and, and it's, it's going to break her heart that I told you this because it breaks my heart. Uh, if you bring up North Carolina versus the Illini in the, in the national championship, Sean May, she might lose her mind. 
I love her. Uh, she already has. No, there she you already go. has. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That 2005 National Championship game drives her nuts. Yep, I was there. Absolutely we all not. were. It was unfortunate. And the other thing about her is, and you guys kind of talked about it on the on the show earlier in the week. Uh, I, I don't know if it was specific to her, but she does have the ability to write hip hop lyrics. <laughs> okay, let's go there for a second. So she she writes raps for you, Randy. Is that what happened? Yeah. So uh, you know. So yeah. My, uh, one of my pseudonyms here at 101 ESPN is Ran DMC. Uh, I, I'm I'm, a, I'm not quite to the Eminem or Vanilla Ice level, but I've done it before. I, I dabble. You tell and, them who you did it with. Oh, with, the, with uh, well, Murphy Lee, one of the same lunatics. I was up on stage with him. He invited me to go on tour with the guy. But uh, yeah, wow. yeah. What a name drop! You, Murphy Lee, Nelly, you're going to wear the bandaid underneath your eyes. Yeah, is it, you. Is, is that you, Randy? I didn't see that. Is that a baller move or what? So, uh, wow. So, so anyway, Wait, so you're not. Wait, so Carrie, Carrie, we got to announce. Uh, we got to announce. If, and I don't know if you're a hip hop guy either. If yes. You, but if you're not Eminem. Or you're not, uh, who did you say? Vanilla Ice. Ice, yeah. Vanilla Ice, right. So then are you Jack Harlow? Are you the late Mac Miller? Who are you exactly in this? Are you MGK? Where where are you? If you're going with a certain theme, clearly, that you went with there with Vanilla Ice and Eminem. Well, one of the problems I have is that the only ink that I have is invisible. Um, so I don't know if I can go Mac Miller on you here. Um, I would say that I'm a milder version of Eminem. How's that? I, I, actually, I think that's right on spot on. I will go with that. A milder version of yeah. Eminem. Yeah. Okay. And, All right. And by the way, uh, Evan, I would not have a giant Arch and Stanley Cup tattoo on my back if Michelle Smallman had not almost insisted that I get one in 2011. I, I Finally, she pushed me so hard. I said, fine, they're never going to win a Stanley Cup. I'll get one. And then they win the Stanley Cup, and I've got a giant Stanley Cup tattoo on my back just because of and Michelle you're just singing, And you're just singing Gloria every single day. Now every every single day. He, yeah. he walks into the studio singing it. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Got it with the blues. Come on now. Yeah. Hey, we love your show. We love the fact that you laugh and have fun with sports. We are in the toy store of life after all. And thanks so much for the time. Congratulations on the show. And uh, we'll be listening every morning. I appreciate it. Thank you both so much. And I appreciate uh, you lending uh, Michelle's talent out to the national network. But you know what? She's still on one-on-one in St. Louis. So, I mean, what a lineup you guys have to have her in the morning before you guys. You guys are representing St. Louis all day, and I appreciate being a part of your community by way of Michelle and by way of you guys on every single morning. Evan Cohen of ESPN's Unsportsmanlike every morning, 5 to 7, here on 101 ESPN.